We are continuing in Ephesians chapter 4. I'm just going to focus on verse 25 today, but I'd like to read uh, verses 17 through 25. And may we have wisdom as we hear the word of God. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Father, we bow before you. We thank you that we can be here as members in your body together. And I pray that we would have ears to hear. Our delight would be in your word and in the application of it. And we thank you for the power of your spirit to help us to understand and live it out. And we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So some months ago, we saw, beginning in Ephesians 4, that we are called to walk in a manner uh, worthy of our calling. We're to walk in the unity of the Spirit. This is all about the unity of the Spirit. And we're to love one another. It's commanded in many places here also. And we're to walk in unity, since we are one in Christ. We are one body here. And we are to serve the body of Christ with the gifts that the Lord has given uh, to each of us, that the body would then uh, build itself up in love. And from the last section that we looked at, the one I read previous to verse, uh, today, previous to verse 25, from that section we, we saw that we are commanded to put off the conduct of the old man and be renewed by putting on the new person, which is possible by the grace of the Lord Jesus, in righteousness and in holiness all of which we can only do by the grace that is given to us. Now, this next section, verses 25 through 32, I will likely go through uh, each verse, basically each thought uh, in there. And in that section, there are clear applications of what it means to be united in Christ, what it means to be one body, in order that we not grieve the Holy Spirit of God in our walk, in our relationships here. And so as we prepare our hearts and minds to come to the table of the Lord and to be renewed by the grace at that table, uh, we will think about uh, one of these areas today uh, that we can and we should put off and then the corresponding area that we should put on. So verse 25 says, Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And so, brothers and sisters, we are to put away We are to cease lying, and we are to now speak the truth with one another, because as we have seen so clearly in this chapter, we are members of one another. And when you think about it, in your own body, it's not logical, really, or wise, anyway, to do something which harms your own body. You know, we, we do those things, I know, sometimes, but it's not, it's not good, it's not helpful, and it's not logical. Sin is not logical. Lying is a part of the old man that just needs to die. It needs to be dealt with. 
and lying harms other people. We don't think so maybe, but it does. It is against the clear commandment of God and it certainly harms the unity of the body. It separates friends, in fact. It does the opposite of building unity. It separates. Proverbs 16, 28 says, a perverse man sows strife and a whisperer separates the best of friends. A whisperer separates the best of friends. So gossip, lying, we separate we don't want that to happen in this body. Lying is very, a very destructive habit, and it's part of our sinful nature, which, by God's goodness, as we are sanctified by the Spirit, will become less and less. It will become less and less of how we think and how we speak. So usually, I think, we lie to protect ourselves somehow, we think, uh, or to our own advantage, we think. And it's just doing what our enemy does, uh, who is the father of lies. The Lord spoke very strong and truthful words to the Pharisees. This is in John chapter 8. And he said, you are of your father the devil. Not speaking to us. He's speaking to the Pharisees. You are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources or his own character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. So we, on the other hand, praise God, are children of the Lord of all truth. And our character, again, praise God, is being conformed to our saviors so that we can and we should put on the character of our Lord and speak the truth because he is truth. And it's possible for us now to know the truth in the word of God and to speak it in the power of the Holy Spirit, into each other's lives. That's why in verse 25 here, it says, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. Let it happen. Let the Holy Spirit work through you to do this. And so as we come to the table of the Lord, may we come realizing the amazing grace that he has lavished on us in Christ and that we can be forgiven for the sin of lying as we confess and as we repent, we turn from it and uh, we then speak the truth. We know the truth. We should speak the word of God into each other's lives. And that is a great blessing. That unifies us, in fact. And these blessings, brothers and sisters, we know were, was, were bought at a high price. They were bought by the sacrifice of our Lord for us on the cross. They were bought by his shed blood, by his broken body, and by his agony on that cross to atone for our sin and to redeem us. And so let's praise the Lord. For the grace that we receive as we commune with him at the table, which enables us to say no to sin, to say no to lying and to put it off and to grow in speaking the truth. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we do rejoice that we can know the truth now by your grace and we can be free from the bondage to this sin, to lying, which is so destructive. You have made it possible for us, Lord, to say no to sin and to know the blessing of being fellow members of your kingdom and members of your body together. And oh, that we would know more the power of the spirit of grace in growing in holiness and growing in the fear of the Lord and thus glorify our Lord Jesus Christ in all that we say. And we come now in obedience and enjoy to your table in the name of Jesus Christ, our King. Amen.